Are you ready to make positive transformation happen for you? Today, you're going to hear how some of the most successful people in the world have made it happen. Hello, and welcome to Transformational Energy Leadership with Dr. Matthew Allen Woolsey. These successful people and Dr. Woolsey will share advice, insights, tips, and tricks designed to help you incite personal action. It's time to bring positive transformational leadership to your life. Now, here's your host, Dr. Matthew Allen Woolsey. Hello and welcome. This is Dr. Matthew Allen Woolsey, and you are listening to Transformational Energy Leadership coming to you from the heartland of America. Now, during the show, I do encourage you during the commercial breaks to go to my website, that's transformationalenergyleadership.com, where you can learn more about me and my business offerings. And also, I like emails, so you can email me at mwolsey at transformationalenergyleadership.com. And you also can find me here on this platform, that's Voice America, under the Empowerment Channel, and I'm on social media, that's Facebook and LinkedIn. Okay, so today's show is about stress, and there is really bad stress, and there's also good stress, really. We are going to find out a lot more about what that good stress is as well with my very special guest, Carrie Williams, and she's been on the show before, if you remember, and I'll tell you a few things about her, and let's see if this strikes a chord with you. Carrie is a certain certified professional coach and founder of Los Angeles-based Rain Shadow Coaching, who works with individuals and businesses to help them not only get farther, but get there faster. She's also a keynote speaker. She does workshops and facilitates in areas, all things about leadership, stress management, business growth, and so forth. And she is the author of the Amazon best-selling book called Eyes on the Prize, a kick-ass guide to setting and achieving great goals, which is a tool that enables individuals to tackle their goals at their own pace. So if that's not a good clue, and Carrie also brings a unique background coming to us from the entertainment industry as well. So Carrie, a huge heartfelt welcome back to Transformational Energy Leadership. Thank you so much for having me back. If I remember correctly, I was guest number one, and here we are over a year later, still going strong. Uh, absolutely. That was in February, and we were talking about your great goals book, and and mm-hmm. and I still use it. And in fact, I think you and I have done some a little bit of work with some, some clients and have actually incorporated your framework and with the, the individuals that we were coaching. And that, that leads me to my first question. Before we talk about stress, what have you been up to this past year? Because I know you've been very busy. I have been busy. Um, Public speaking has taken an upturn for me. So I have, coming up in April, I'm going to be speaking in Washington State to the Washington Bar Association. I'm going to do a learning lunchbox for the entire Bar Association, which is 40,000 members possibly dialing in. And then I'm also going to be a keynote for their Wellness Day. And Surprisingly enough, I'm going to be talking about stress, and then the second presentation I'm doing is talking about how our attitude affects our happiness and how we can shift and choose to be more joyful in our lives. Um, So that is really exciting to me. Yes. Well, happiness is always a good thing, and stress is something we're going to talk about today. And and let's get let's get to it. You know, I, as I was thinking about the show, and I was doing some research, and you know, there's so many articles I, that you know you do a Google, and there's just millions of articles on on stress. And there was one by Corporate Wellness Magazine, and it featured an article. It was called "Workplace Stress: A Silent Killer of Employee Health and Productivity." Now, that just doesn't sum things up for us when we think about stress. And, you know, <laughs> Sounds a little dire, doesn't it? It does. <laughs> and, and then you start reading the article, and then it just has this list of all these effects that stress has on an individual. You know, things like high blood pressure, which I'm sure we can all attest to, or, you know, affecting the immune deficiency, immune system, chronic back pain, irritable bowel syndrome. And another one that caught my eye was even it can be a contributor to diabetes. And so you just read this list. And of course, when all these things are going on with individuals, people are calling in sick, they have lower energy, and it really just, I get it, it just leads to lower productivity. However, you do say that there's bad stress, but there's also good stress. So why don't you just take it away for us? Sure. So good stress is the stress that gets us excited and that gets us motivated and that helps us grow. Um, You know, whenever we feel uncomfortable and there's change, that causes stress on our system and mentally for us. That kind of stress is great. It keeps us growing and moving. 
it's when the stress becomes chronic stress that it's a problem. So normally, when we identify some stress, our hormones go crazy, our amygdala starts shooting out hormones, our body will tense, our heart will, our heart will start racing, our palms will start to sweat, our, um, our pupils will dilate, our breath gets shallow, because we go into f- fight-or-flight mode. That's our mm. natural reaction to stress. Now, when that trigger goes away, we're supposed to calm down and go back to normal. But the problem with chronic stress is our body never has a chance to go back to normal because we're constantly being triggered by stress. Yeah. So we don't have a chance to heal and calm down. Right. You don't get back to... You don't get back to normal state. I, I was reflecting or thinking about there was a time in my career, it was back in 2005, and I was under a lot of stress. And it came to a boiling point where I was having skin outbreaks on my face and my scalp and other places. And I went to the doctor and found out it was eczema. And through, four, you know, continued, she, it was all due to stress. And so, you know, mm-hmm. we switched diet. We did this, that, and the other. But it was not until that stress walked out the door meaning it was a, an employee that was really causing, making, wreaking havoc on the workplace. And when that person walked out the door, two weeks later, all my symptoms were gone. And I haven't had an outbreak since then. And of course, I, you know, I think I mitigate that by exercising and things. But I completely understand what you're talking about when it's chronic. Yeah. Well, that's what happened to me. So one out of three of your listeners have had anxiety or stress-induced panic attacks. And in my late 20s, I was really good at stuffing stress and just ignoring it and pushing through and going, no, I can get this done. Not a problem. Pile more on. Until my body told me no more. And so Mm -hmm. I started having stress-induced anxiety attacks. And they didn't know what was causing it. They thought I was having many heart attacks in my late 20s. I was really lucky. I found a therapist who helped me learn the coping skills and how to deal with stress and how to recognize stress and how to prevent stress. But that's what started my love affair with stress, if you will, because the majority of us do not deal with stress. We don't even acknowledge it until it's almost too late, until it's having a massive impact on our life. Mm-hmm. And just it, it, for some people, I think it just creeps up, up on you and others... Uh, I don't know. Some people just live that way. I, I, you know, I want to ask you, what are some indicators that stress is impacting you in a negative way? I think we've already hit on some. Yeah, we have hit on some. So stress can wreak havoc on your body. It can cause everything from high blood pressure to immune deficiency orders to skin issues to hair loss, um, reduction in sex drive. It's a contributor to diabetes. All of those things are physical manifestations of stress. Uh, There was a study in England that said that one out of every three workplace absences is a direct result of stress. And if you take the correlation residuals of the correlating residuals of stress, two and a half out of every three absences are induced by stress. That is a lot. OSHA said that even 10 years ago, they called stress a workplace hazard. And we were mm. losing about $4 billion a year because of stress, because of wow. lowered productivity and work absences. $4 billion. Wow. That's a lot. Imagine if all those it is people a lot. were right and if we and, were all productive. Yeah. And sometimes before it manifests in your body, you're going to feel it mentally. You're going to start to feel fatigued. You're going to start to feel a little overwhelmed. It will probably affect your sleep. It might affect your appetite. Those are the first warning signs. So really listen to your body. Pay attention to what your body's saying. You know, mm-hmm. and, and I'm curious, as you're working with executives and leaders, it sounds like you're doing a lot right now with, with lawyers and things, but as you're working with leaders, and what do you see leaders failing when it comes to stress? Well, with a lot of high-performing executives and lawyers in particular, they take a sense of pride in how hard they're working and how much is on their plate. Like, they're, if you talk to lawyers, they tell you how many hours they build with a sense of pride of like, oh, I build 180 hours. And I'm like, when did you sleep? Ooh, right. <laughs> right. Are there Where's even 180 hours in a week? <laughs> right. So we encourage overdoing it in our society because we encourage and praise outcome. Mm-hmm. So the more you work, the more you create, the more you produce, the more we praise you. So mm-hmm. it's really counterintuitive in the corporate world 
to actually say, look, you're going to be more productive, more fulfilled, and last longer if you actually pull back a little bit and relax. Mm. And that's a concept that I'm having trouble selling sometimes. Mm-hmm. But the science backs it up. You're right. And do you have a success story of someone who turned it around? Mm. I do. One of my, I know we're not supposed to have favorite clients, but I love this client. She's been a longtime <laughs> client of mine. Um, she actually came to me to work on stress and she's learned coping skills. She's learned to identify stress and the things that she is accomplishing in her life would have petrified her years ago. And now she just takes them in stride. She has awesome. doubled her business four times since we've been working together. So she doubled yeah. it. And then the next year we doubled it. And then the next year we doubled it. I so. see why she's your favorite. So you're saying <laughs> work, working less and not being so stressed out, you can actually double the outcomes. You can because what you're doing when you reduce stress is you're clearing up those distractions that you have mentally. Think about this. When you start obsessing on something that's stressing you out, what do you think about? Mm-hmm. You think about that over and over and over, and it's like a spiral in your brain. And if you can slow your brain down and nudge that to the side or take care of it so it's not even taking up mental space, you can focus on what's really important, which is taking action. Right. And that makes me crazy when I'm tossing and turning at night and you can't turn the brain off. That's, uh, mm-hmm. that's frustrating. Yes. So what do you do when that happens? I wake up and don't sleep, which is not helpful <laughs> at all. So, you know, this is a good place for us to take a break. And when we come back, you know, talk more about what we can do to start addressing these things. So what we'll do is let's, let's go ahead and go to break. And so for everyone out there listening, a reminder, go to my website, that's transformationalenergyleadership.com. And when we come back, we will continue the conversation on stress. See you on the other side of this commercial break. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Are you looking for life's answers? How about the meaning of true self? Can you really be a better person overnight? Well, good luck with that. Now, if you really want to know more about this insane world and life we lead, tune into Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. You'll learn about how the brain operates under different psychological conditions. Some common sense. Heck, you might just actually learn something. Listen Fridays at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 noon Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Do you have audacious faith for your business? We help you to learn more about stepping out on faith to brand your business and yourself in today's crowded competitive marketplace. Is your marketing plan in order? How do you set yourself apart? Audacious Faith for Your Business with host Dawn Jordan-Jones will teach you the methods that can make yourself and others aware of who you are. Audacious Faith for Your Business is broadcast live every Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Tune in and see your hard work pay off. It's time to transform your life. Start by tuning in to The Glenise Show with Glenise Hughes. Glenise combines business, relationships, wealth, life, and a whole lot of magic to create abundance and prosperity in every part of your life. It's all done through straight and often frank discussions in the best way that Glenise knows how. Listen every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Master your life with The Glenise Show. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. You are tuned in to Transformational Energy Leadership. To reach Dr. Matthew Allen Woolsey or his guest today, you are welcome to call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, send it to mwoolsey at transformationalenergyleadership.com. Now, back to this week's show. All right, welcome back. 
Now, today I'm joined by Carrie Williams, and we're talking about stress in the workplace. And in the first segment, Carrie explained the differences between good versus bad stress and indicators when stress is really impacting us in a negative way. So, Carrie, how does self-care impact stress levels? Well, here's the dilemma. We as a nation, don't necessarily practice excellent self-care. And self-care is what helps you get back to your neutral. If you're stressed and you're not getting enough sleep, you're going to increase your stress level. If you're stressed and you're not properly fueling your body with great foods, you're going to increase your stress level. So poor self-care can really exacerbate the issues and problems of stress. So most people, the biggest issue is lack of sleep. How many hours of sleep do you get a night, Dr. Wolsey? Yeah. <laughs> well, some of my friends out there would say I'm a nut because I can, you know, when I'm really working, I can four and a half, five hours, up to six. But I'm not one of those people who needs eight hours an evening. Yeah. So the interesting statistic is 80% of people need eight hours of sleep to eight hours. perform fully, to fully function. 10% need more and 10% can function on less. So uh-huh. when I am giving a workshop and I say, how many of you get six hours or less of sleep? About half the hands go up. Statistically oh. speaking, the majority of those people are underperforming because they're exhausted and don't even realize it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The other thing is you can't recognize and control your emotions if you are exhausted and not well taken care of. Right. That's very true. And, because you don't and think that is clearly. The key to reducing stress. Just talking about stress will raise people's stress levels. So when I give this workshop, it's kind of fun for me. I warn people in advance, but about a half hour in, people start getting really fidgety and really uncomfortable, and I have to let them stand up and shake it out because they're starting to pick up the symptoms of stress, just listening to me talk about it. Wow. Just the mere thought of talking about stress. Well, you know, what are the three main areas, let's say I could focus on, in my efforts to reduce the impact of stress? So where stress shows up primarily is physically. Um, So in our actual body, our muscles get tight. We're not sleeping well. So you can focus on getting enough sleep. You can focus on working out to bring up your, your good stress hormones and reduce your cortisol. That's really what it is. When you're stressed, your body reduces and just dumps cortisol into your system. And your job is to work through that cortisol Mm -hmm. and bring up some serotonin and some happy hormones instead. Then there's the mental state, which is stopping those, that negative self-talk. It's your mindset. It's discipline. It's staying positive. And it's recognizing when you are increasing your stress level based on what you choose to focus on mentally. And then finally, there's work, right? Most of us are stressed out about work and we feel like reducing that stress is out of our control. We're just stuck with it and there's nothing we can do. And that's not necessarily the case. In fact, we're going to talk about the big three techniques to help reduce stress in the workplace. Mm. And I can, I, you know, I can clearly connect or relate to everything that you just said in terms of watching some of my colleagues who just didn't manage stress very well. I worked for many years in professional services and consulting, and I'll never forget the first time, you know, my first couple of days I was at the firm when I left higher ed and went to consulting and someone said, oh, you need to meet so-and-so. And I, it was a, mm-hmm. one of the main partners of the firm. And I thought he was clearly in his 50s. He was all gray and, you know, overweight. He, he just didn't look healthy. I found out he was mm-hmm. 36, 36 years old. Oh. He was young. Yes, and I, I went, wow, I don't know if I ever want to become a, a partner at the firm. So, you know. Right? The ma- <laughs> so the majority of the lawyers that I work with, when they walk in my door, they say, Carrie, I have to leave the law. I can't do it anymore. I'm burnt out. Because mm-hmm. they haven't managed their stress, and they're just exhausted, and they don't see a way of staying in the profession that they're in without that stress. It's so mm-hmm. ingrained for them. The majority yes. of them actually figure out a way to change their workplace and change their attitude and change their mindset and change their habits and find a new love for the law and stay there. But burnout is real. And at the executive level, it's really prevalent. 
Yes, we see it and we hear it all, all the time. I, I'm getting a message that our caller is still on hold, and let's see if we can patch her in. So, Lorna, in Denver, are you there? I'm here. Can you tell, Can you hear me? I can hear you yes. loud and clear. Welcome. It's nice to hear your voice. Thank you. It's great to hear yours as well, Matt. And Carrie, I listened to the very first interview that you did with Matt, so I'm a huge fan. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I have. <laughs> Sure. I have a uh, real immediate and pressing issue, and that is somebody near and dear to me is in her first job in the in the work world and already facing a bully at work. And I'm a little too close to it, so when I say things like, are you sure it's really abusive and not just a verbal style, I feel like I'm not being very helpful. So without using the word stress and stressed out or saying just manage it what ideas do either of you have that I could um, use to help this individual with the bully at work that's a good one because this is a perfect example of an external force causing us stress so when it's an external force we think that we have no control or power right so the first thing is to figure out if there's a way the easiest way is to avoid stress, right? Mm-hmm. To avoid the trigger. Yes. If that is not possible, which it sounds like it might not be with this employee, uh, the Correct. second best way is to shift what that trigger spurs in you. So right now, when that employee is bullying her, she's feeling attacked, she gets yeah. defensive, and her, her stress goes high, Right. So if she can, I've used this technique with clients before and it's a ton of fun. I had a client who was a lawyer and she worked with a co-counsel who really belittled her and put her down and made her feel horrible. And so we tried to figure out what it was he gained from that. And she said, well, it makes him feel better about himself. And I said, oh, that poor baby, he needs to feel like a man. And so he has to put you down. And she's like, yeah, he is kind of a baby. So she was able to start visualizing him with a pacifier, a baby bonnet, and a diaper whenever he started to pick on her. (laughs) And when she did that, she couldn't take him seriously anymore, and it just rolled off. Because in her brain, she went, oh, poor baby, he doesn't feel good about himself. And it changed her response to the entire situation. I really like what you're saying, Carrie. And I, you know, in, in, in the coaching world, we always coach to the individual. So in this case, you're, this person that you're close to, Lorna, is, it's, it's really about what, what's the power that she has for herself. And, and, and as, I, as she's, you know, sharing with you what's going on to separate the story from what she can do for herself. Would you agree, Carrie? Yeah. Uh, here's here's the dilemma when we talk about things like stress and bullying. We can't just say, well, don't feel that way, because she does. And so her feelings are valid. They're her truth. Absolutely. The question is, can we help her shift that truth mm-hmm. so yeah. that it's more manageable you for said her? So many important things you've said um, to basically understand the bully needs to belittle her or put her down to make herself feel better is important for her to hear. I love the tactic of the baby image and the pacifier. It is so valuable, those simple things. And last but not least, what what you're really reinforcing, uh, Matt, with your comments is, you know, the self-care, the sleep, the recognition of separating out um, the story from what's what's going on. Um, very, very helpful and uh, timely. And the last thing I will tell you is that my beloved individual will be listening to the replay of this broadcast. Thank you. Oh, excellent. <laughs> Great. Thanks, Carrie. Well, I'm, I'm excited to hear how it goes. So if she ever yes. wants to give us an update, we're here. Yep. Awesome. You don't have to get Thank you. She'll, she'll, she'll love hearing that because she'll know people care. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks again. And you can email me the outcome at mwolsey at transformationalenergyleadership.com. We look forward to hearing from you. So thanks for calling in. Appreciate I will, it. I'll do that. You're most welcome. Excellent. So, so Carrie, thanks for that. And, you know, before we, we had this conversation with a really great question, I think very real for so many of us, having an antagonist in our, our work environment. So I, that was a good discussion there. I, I want to ask you, 
and you alluded to it earlier, what are the big three techniques for reducing stress in the workplace? Mm, this is my favorite thing to talk about. So there are three things that you can really do consistently at work to help lower your stress levels. The first one is delegate. Whenever you can, delegate tasks and work. I talk to my clients and I say, you should always ask yourself three questions before you put something on your plate or on your calendar. The first question is, will accomplishing this help me reach a goal? Mm -hmm. The second question is, do I want to do it? And the third question is, do I need to be the one to do this? Not Mm -hmm. does it need to get done, but do I need to be the one to do this? And if the answer is yes to all three, by all means, it should go on your calendar. If the answer is two yeses, maybe think about delegating. And if there's only one yes, you should absolutely delegate that to someone else. And if you don't have someone to delegate to, then that's the first step is to build the team of people that you can. The second is automate. If there's something that you do over and over that is time consuming, you should create a process to make it as simple as possible so that you can just repeat that process. Um, In terms of my lawyers, they will create certain templates and standardized intake forms and a process for that. In terms of moms, I've had moms completely automate grocery shopping because you can do that online now, right? You can hit a button and it will reorder what you ordered last week and make life simple for you. So wherever you can automate, if there's something that you are doing over and over, usually weekly, and it's taking at least an hour of time or more, you can automate that. And then finally, and this is the toughest, seems to be the toughest for most people, separate. Hmm. There needs to be a point where you leave work at work and you live your life at home. Mm -hmm. And there are so many people that will bring their computers home. As soon as they finish dinner, they're back on their work phone. They're working until midnight and they never get the time to unwind, relax and refresh. Mm -hmm. They never get the time to be unstressed. So creating healthy boundaries for yourself and learning how to stick to them is a really important aspect of stress reduction. That last one, that is so hard. I was such a, I, I was guilty of that when I was working for, you know, quote unquote, the firm, if you will, being in that, in, in a high performing environment where everyone was, were go getters. I felt, mm-hmm. I felt pressured as though I had to do that. And I reflect back on all those moments I lost, you know, birthdays, you know, where I was in another country or Right, it's, it's that whole thing, and I figured I figured it out. By the way, I know how to separate now, but boy, that was a hard one to do. It is because we're encouraged to work harder, to compete, to come out on top, and also there are those of us who really love our work. I love mm-hmm. my job, so it doesn't feel stressful to keep working until nine or ten at night. Right, but yes. I still need the downtime. Absolutely. You know, I want to continue this conversation. We're at a commercial break now because I think there's a little bit more that we can dive into with those big three. So let's, let's for everyone out there that's listening, stay tuned. We're coming up on a break now. And when we return, we're going to talk about how, what we can do to really use positivity to reduce stress. So stay tuned. We'll be back here in two minutes. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Something beautiful is happening on Mondays here each week on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Join Rachel Corpus, angel communicator and psychic medium, along with her holy team, The Collective, when they'll share messages that guide you, heal you, and remind you that you are divine. Rachel loves introducing people to their own angels. And now she is here each week to do just that and so much more. Catch the show, You Are Divine, every Monday at 12 noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Are you where you want to be right now? We live our lives sometimes looking at others and thinking, the grass is always greener on their side, not realizing that we have the power within us to pursue our dreams. It begins with a head start in the right direction, and that head start is with host Carla D. Walker and From the Inside Out. Believe in your abilities and take action. Listen live every Tuesday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern Time and 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. The White House doctor makes house calls. 
Listen every week for House Calls with Dr. Connie Mariano. Dr. Connie has served as the White House physician under three U.S. presidents. Now she joins the Voice America Empowerment Channel to help you enrich yourself physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Our guests will include professionals from a variety of fields who will bring you tips that you can apply to your own life. Listen for House Calls with Dr. Connie every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to Transformational Energy Leadership. To reach Dr. Matthew Allen Woolsey or his guest today, you are welcome to call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, send it to mwoolsey at transformationalenergyleadership.com. Now, back to this week's show. And we're back. Today, my guest, Carrie Williams, and I have been talking about being stressed out in the workplace. And we, we even had to call her, call in and talk about bullying in the workplace and how does that impact the stress and, and things to be thinking about. So, but Carrie, before the break, I just want to continue the conversation. You were saying the big three things that all of us can do a favor for ourselves in terms of reducing that stress is number one, delegate, two, automate, and three, separate. And during the commercial mm-hmm. break, we were talking about delegating is also it's so hard for so many people because if I give this to Carrie to do I know she's not going to do it as well as I do how do we break through that mindset so we have to figure out what our priority is is our priority having it done exactly as we would do it or is our priority to reduce stress in our lives so that we can be more productive on the things that we choose to do So we do have to learn to let go of a little bit of expectation sometimes because, yes, I probably wouldn't do it as well as you would. I wouldn't do it the same way you would. So there's going to be some accommodation on your end. But at the same time, if you pass a three-hour project to me, that gives you three hours to do whatever it is really fulfills you or relaxes Mm -hmm. you or de-stresses you or something that you're really great at. Mm Mm-hmm. Or something you want to stretch yourself and really get get into another uncomfortable zone to learn something new. I think that's the big biggest part of it, too, is when you sit there and go, wait a minute, I'm doing the same activity every week. What am I – and I, that's when I, I now ask myself, okay, what am I learning from this? If I'm not, that's mm-hmm. an indicator. What is it doing? What is it moving away that I know I, I want to learn and grab onto and do something new and different so I can continue to my journey in, in growth? And so your comment about also automating, that was such a great example of go online and do your shopping. Why are you – you know, things like that help, help take care of that and free up some time for yourself. Yet so many of us get in a rut because we're doing Mm -hmm. the same thing over and over. And if we've done it multiple times, we're likely not learning or growing or being challenged by it anymore. It's just something on our to-do list. It's not helping us become a better person. Right. And, and, you know, when you look at all the leadership research and all the articles that are out there, they say, you know, one of the number one things that employees really value about having a leader is one who takes the time to develop them, help them learn, help them grow. And and that time investment helps them flourish. And then your net result, back to your example of your favorite client that you were talking about earlier, your net result can be double, triple, quadruple when you do make that so investment. That's a, that's a great um, insight because what I hear you saying is that leaders are better leaders when they delegate. Yes. Because yes. they allow the growth of the people they're working with. They encourage the learning. So don't be a stingy leader. Don't keep it all to yourself. Give someone else a chance to learn and grow as well. Absolutely. You know, let's let's take this conversation in the vein of positivity. And I know you talked about mm. you've got some some speaking events coming up where you're talking about stress as well as positivity. So how can positivity reduce stress? So there is a woman named Barbara Fredrickson. 
who is kind of the queen of positive psychology, which is an entire branch of psychology now. And what she figured out is there is a tipping point of positivity. And when she talks about positivity, she's not talking about compliments versus negative comments. She's talking about positive emotions versus negative emotions. Um, According to Barbara, there are 10 positive emotions. I challenge you all to see how many you can name because when I do this in a workshop, everyone can name a ton of negative emotions and they get stuck on three positives. Um, Love. (laughs) That was going to be my first guess. Love is probably a good one. (laughs) Pride, joy, uh, amusement, all of those, appreciation, those are all positive emotions. So what Barbara found in her studies is that there is a tipping point of positive versus negative and if you can hit that tipping point of three positive emotions for every negative emotion you feel, you literally start to spiral upward. It's that point in life where things get easy, the flow just seems to be going, nothing seems to get in your way, like you're on a roll and success begets success. Mm-hmm. That's when you're at three to one or higher. Now, conversely, if it drops below three to one, you're going to start to spiral downward. And that's when things just feel like no matter how hard you try, you're not making progress, uh, and it feels like you're putting more effort in and not getting the results you should be getting, and you start to get frustrated, and you start to get exhausted, and you start to give up. Mm-hmm. Yes, so and, and- I work with clients to see what their positivity ratio is at, and you can go to positivityratio.com, that is not my website, it's Barbara's, and take a short quiz and find out what your positivity ratio is. And you can check it a couple days in a row to see if it stays steady, goes up, goes down, and to see how the changes you're making impact that positivity ratio number. Mm. You know, you, you, what you're talking about here, it also, I think, links nicely to my whole thing about having the show, and that's your energy is such a big part of, I truly believe, what people pick up on when, when you enter their domain or their space. And, you know, there's... You know, I've talked about this in terms of there's catabolic, you know, that negative energy that we have inside. And mm-hmm. all of us have it to certain degrees. But we also have what's called anabolic energy, that, that growth and that positive, what you're talking about there. And, you know, it's it, and it's so hard when we are confronted with the example that the caller said about the bully or we get these curveballs that knock us off of our, our game where that catabolic energy can really you know, take over if we don't, if we don't watch it. And so, you know, there's, so there's these different triggers. Wouldn't you say there are triggers that we all have that, that can really elicit, whether it's positive growth oriented or really negative destructive energy? Yeah. And I would say along, we started the show talking about, about good stress versus bad stress, right? Mm -hmm. So that is really, is it an anabolic energy stress for you or is it a catabolic energy stress for you? Chronic stress tends to be catabolic, so destructive, not productive. But good stress is actually anabolic. It it promotes growth and motivation. Yes. So really, we can simplify this and simply say, get as much anabolic energy in your life as possible and remove as much catabolic energy in life as possible. I just use different words. I say stress and positivity. (laughs) <laughs> yes. Yeah, no, it absolutely connects. Yeah, I'm also thinking about, you know, we as coaches, we have the will of life tool. And I, I find, you know, uh, you know, when I'm thinking about myself and something's off kilter, I go back to that will of life and go, oh, my finan- financial area, there's something up there or there's something in my health and wellness or what have you. And so often it also requires all of us to step back, reflect, and really ask what's going on in my life. And it may not be something at work. It could be something in your personal life. I find a lot of times um, a cause of stress is when people are not living their core beliefs and values and they're not making them a priority and they don't realize it. But say family is really important to them, but they're spending all of their time at work. So they're feeling unfulfilled and they're feeling like they're not making family a priority. Well, that causes stress. So making sure that your actions align with your core beliefs, your core values, and your core priorities is a great way to reduce stress. Mm -hmm. We are whole beings. And when we talked about earlier separating things out, that comes back to that separate go home Mm -hmm. and separate work when you're – and it's hard. We're human beings. We're just emotional beings, period, that – 
everything's linked. So we've talked about positivity, and I'll bet there's probably a few people who are listening to this going, yeah, 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 positivity, that's, that's fluffy. What do you say to that? Uh, you're not alone. I felt <laughs> the same way. I was like, are you kidding me? I'm not going to. And then I read the studies and saw the science behind it, and I, I said, well, I'm being ridiculous. If this is a tool that could actually help, and I'm not allowing my clients the opportunity to use this tool, then I'm not being a, a great coach. So the science is there. I felt the same way about meditation, which is also a great way to reduce stress. I, for the longest time, refused to do it, refused to recommend it to my clients, and then I kept reading the science, and I can't deny it anymore. It actually helps increase your, your serotonin and reduce your cortisol. Absolutely. So, it truly does. Are you familiar? I think her name is Gretchen Rubin, and she's she started the happiness movement. Are you familiar with that work? Yeah, I am familiar with the happiness movement, yeah. Yes, and it's taking hold, and organizations are realizing, wow, happiness really is it's a big trigger. I can also say for myself that one thing that has really helped me get myself centered or to take a break from reality, I'm, I'm a classically trained flute player. I have a, a minor in music performance. And I love, what I love about playing my flute, because I, I just started picking it back up again, and, and mm-hmm. all of a sudden, an hour and a half, two hours have gone by, and I've been playing it. And I love that because, you know, it's... It takes me to another world, and then I come back refreshed, yeah. and I'm, I'm so excited. So what you're doing there is practicing mindfulness. When you play your flute, you are totally in the moment. You're not worrying about the future. You're not stressing about the past. You are just in the moment playing that music, and time Absolutely. seems to get away from you. I'm so glad you brought that up because I was going to ask you, but you already brought it up. It's the whole mindfulness thing. And, you know, I've had some guests on here too. And that's one of the highest rated shows is the the whole concept of mindfulness and and meditation. I, and I'm chuckling to myself because when you said, yeah, 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 I'm not going to recommend it to clients. I used to be that way too, but not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so I know we have to have if these rest works, areas. Pardon? We do. If it works, then we need to use it. Mm-hmm. And I like the way the that you... science is there. Yes. And, and I like the way that you framed it in terms of, for, for me, my mindfulness is playing my flute. Absolutely it is. And I, I feel a different energy about myself now. And I'm so excited. I can't wait to go back and do that. And so it's, it's what I'm finding is I'll make sure I renegotiate my day and get everything done that I need to get done because I can't wait to go do that, which is a, that's mm-hmm. a nice reward for myself, you know? Yeah. Uh, so I would say this. Make sure that it's more than a reward. Don't okay. only give it to yourself if you've accomplished all of your stressful stuff because recognize that putting that in your schedule is going to make you more productive to get through all of the other stuff. You're right. You're right. So a lot of times we punish ourselves. We go, oh, I can do that fun thing or I can do that relaxing thing once all of my work is done. Mm-hmm. And most of us never get through all our work. We never do. There's always a something left left you know left on the to-do list and so and you know one thing i've also i told you 2005 was my last outbreak of skin stuff i religiously work out and that i think it is also another way for me to to break away and, and i don't i never compromise that so for everyone out there listening no, whatever it I is i remember that about you Yes, <laughs> we've been on the road traveling together. I don't, I don't. Yeah, so everyone out there, make sure you don't. wake up at don't... four in the morning and go work out. Yes, at 4.30, right? <laughs> oh, We're man. Just... I know, I'm crazy. Okay, so for everyone out there, let's go. We're at a commercial break already, Carrie. So what we'll do is I'm going to challenge you to come back after this break and tell us what can we do to implement immediately after this show today. Okay, so for everyone out there, you know the drill. We're at a commercial break. Go to my website. That's transformationalenergyleadership.com, and we'll see you here in a couple of minutes. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Tune in to The James Dentley Show and learn strategies for success in business and in life. Dr. James Dentley is a proven success coach who knows how to convert good into great. 
You'll find out from the achievers and leaders how they got to be the success stories that they are. And Dr. Dentley and his guests will give you the tools you need to follow in their footsteps. It's time to become the best version of you. Listen to The James Dentley Show, Fridays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on Voice America Empowerment. Are you a game changer in disguise? Are you tired of waking up every day saying, they soar like eagles and I'm stuck in the nest? Well, wonder no more. It's time to soar. Of the world's millionaires, billionaires, and game changers, almost all started with at least one unique idea. Join Crystal for a controversial look at triumphs, tragedies, tools, and secrets for living a fun, financially free life with their successful guests. Listen to Soaring with Eagles, Tuesdays at 9 a.m. Pacific time on voice america empowerment and get ready to soar life can be confusing at times there can be uncertainty disappointment and an inability to clearly see where you're headed but it doesn't have to be this way at all if you understand how to take the next step in your life tune in to living the miracle with your hosts michael and Raphael tamora we'll help you to find the deeper meaning that awaits you in your life have certainty in yourself and learn to be clairvoyant Listen Wednesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Empowerment. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to Transformational Energy Leadership. To reach Dr. Matthew Allen Woolsey or his guest today, you are welcome to call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, send it to mwoolsey at transformationalenergyleadership.com. Now, back to this week's show. Okay, welcome back. This is the fourth and final segment of today's show. And I've been talking today with my guest, Carrie Williams, about the topic every single one of us on the on this listening to this can relate to, and that's stress. Stress in the workplace, but also just stress in our life. And the difference that Carrie really wants to help us all understand is there is, there is of course, the bad stress. There's also good stress. And she also gave us a lot of ideas of how to take care of ourselves so that we can have more of that good stress. So now I've charged Carrie with... Give us our takeaways, our to-dos. After we get off this this show today, what can we do to start implementing a more stress-free life? I don't even know if that's the phrase, <laughs> but go ahead, Carrie. We'll go with it. So the first thing you can do is figure out how stressed you actually are and how well you cope with stress. So if you go to Google and look up Holmes-Rahe, that's H-O-L-M-E-S-R-A-H-E, you will find a stress test that is based on situational stress. So it will look at your life in the past year and tell you how many stressful situations you have that could be triggering for you. Then if you want to take the next stress, send me an email at Carrie at rainshadowcoaching.com. So that's C-A-R-R-I-E at rainshadowcoaching.com. And I will send you a copy of my stress, which my test, which is the Williams Physical Stress Test, which can help you figure out how much that stress is manifesting in your body. Because maybe you have a very stressful life, but maybe you handle it really well. Mm-hmm. Maybe not. Um, the second is to recognize that not all stress is bad. See if you can identify the good stress in your life and really embrace it instead of just painting it all with the same paintbrush. And then the third thing I would say is really decide and determine and observe how it is you respond to stress. Do you exacerbate it and make it grow? Or are you the kind of person that acknowledges it, recognizes that it's going to pass, and gets through it? Because your mindset and your attitude about stress is the single greatest indicator of how stressed out you will be. Mm-hmm. I would also say that third one there, it's a good reminder for all of us because we're all leaders in some dimension in our, whoever we are, we're all leaders at some dimension and we're leaders of our mm-hmm. life. And that requires us to stop and reflect, you know, and, and I'm, I'm thinking about some of the mindfulness conversations I've had. Just take a few minutes. It, it doesn't require a lot of time. If you really want to stop and learn and, and think about how you're moving along in life to reflect and say, okay, what were the situations I went through today? How did I handle them? What did I learn? What did I do well? 
and what will I change or do differently next time? To ha- keep having that conversation with yourself is such a healthy one to have. Yes, and recognize, too, that when it comes to stress, there is no such thing as a stress-free life. That right. is an impossible ambition. <laughs> I so forgive imagine. yourself when there is stress, but also recognize and, and question yourself and grow and figure out how you can handle it better in the future. Right. And and when you were talking about the good stress, that good stress feels good. It does feel good. Mm-hmm. It feels like you've accomplished something or, yes. It I want to make exciting. sure. Yeah. I want to make sure for the very first one, you were talking about Holmes-Rahe. Is that Holmes-Rahe.com? It, you have to Google search it because it is oh. not my website, so I can't send the link out. But if you just Google Holmes-Rahe free test, it will come up on multiple websites. Okay, excellent, excellent. I remember when I was at university, I was a freshman or a sophomore, and we were doing a, it was a psychology class, and they passed out a, a, oh, a survey or questionnaire, that's what it was, a questionnaire, and it asked how many different things in your life, what are you going through right now, and there was a point value, and it had things like mm-hmm. divorce, you know, moving, a new job, and uh, at surface level, of course, a divorce or a marriage, that to me indicates stress stress already. But there are so many different little things. But when you step back and go, wow, that one little thing is not very much. But you start to add them all up. Well, no wonder why you're fatigued or tired. Right. And that's the Holmes-Rahe test. And the interesting thing on there, there are things on there like the holidays. Yes. Well, yes. everybody goes through the holidays, but you get stress from the holidays. Mm-hmm. All that running around. Did I get the right gifts? Do we have enough food? Yeah, all that good stuff. Wow. Oh, well, Carrie, I, I thank you so much for coming back, being with me. Yes, you were my very first guest over a year ago. Here we are again. We're talking about stress. And you know what? I'm, I'm not feeling very stressed right now. So thank you, Carrie. <laughs> good. Good. Well, hopefully your listeners are feeling a little less stressed or at least have an idea of what steps they can take to get on that process. If anyone has questions about stress um, or wants to share a situation and they'd like my input, they can send me an email at carrie at rainshadowcoaching.com. If they want to buy the book that you mentioned at the beginning, Eyes on the Prize, A Kick-Ass Guide to Setting and Achieving Great Goals, they can either get that on Amazon or they can go to eyesonthepricebook.com. Excellent. And here's an endorsement and an endorsement for your book, for everyone listening, it's an easy read and is applicable. You can set it down and start. That's what I liked about your book, Carrie, is that you've got activities to be doing throughout, and, and it resonates and makes a lot of sense. Thank you. Yes. Well, thank you again for being on the show. And for everyone out there, if you've got a topic you would like me to cover, if there's a guest that you would like to have on the show. And by the way, Carrie, you were talking earlier about values. And that's a good tee mm-hmm. up for next week because I've got a guest coming on and we're really going to dig into the core values. We say we have them. We say we know them. But do we really? Do we really know what they are? So it's going to be a do great conversation. Them? And do we live them? Absolutely. So for everyone out there, thank you for being on, on the show, listening today. You can find me at M. Wolsey or you can email me at M. Wolsey at transformationalenergyleadership.com. Contact me on Facebook or LinkedIn. And until next week, harness your positive energy and lead that transformation. See you next time. Thank you for listening to Transformational Energy Leadership. Please join Dr. Matthew Allen Woolsey again for another edition next Friday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time and 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a great week.